Why are actions hard to test by definition? Hi, my name is Eric Normand, and these are my thoughts on functional programming. So I was thinking the other day that uh, people all often say that functional code is easier to test, especially when you're talking about pure functions. And I mean, I totally agree. Pure functions are way easier to test than, you know, side-affecting code. But I thought I, because of the new perspective I'm bringing to functional programming, where I've got these three groups, these three domains of, of things, I thought uh, it would be good to see like what that new perspective brings to the discussion. And when I was thinking about it, lo and behold, the definition of actions is what ma- is exactly what makes it hard to test. So let's go over the definition. Actions are anything that are bound up in time. And so this is usually uh, talked about in functional in you know the functional world as effects or side effects. Uh, These are things that are not part of the input or the output of a function, the return value. Um, But the way I like to think about it is things that depend on when they are run or how many times they're run. So I have a little mnemonic I say time or times. The time it is run or the number of times it is run. So if it depends on when it is run, it's hard to test because it's not being run at the time that you want to test it, right? So when you want to test it is before it's time to actually run the thing, right? Or you want to test it even on a different machine. You're testing it on your, like, continuous integration server or on your development machine. So it's definitely not the time that you want to be running that. Just as an example, if you want to test that that your thing is going to send the right email at the right time, that's really hard to do. So you kind of have to fudge time, right? And you don't actually want to send the email to your actual users when you're testing. You want to send it to a fake email address, which is kind of hard to set up. Um, But even harder to set up is we want this thing to go out on the third of the month. And it's not the third of the month today. And so how do you test that on the third of the month it will go out without just waiting for the third of the month, right? You want to test it now. So you have to set it up. You have to fake time. You have to pretend to your software like it's a different day. All right, so that is one part of being an action. So that's what makes it hard to test is it depends on when it's run. Um... Now, the, if you're talking about something more subtle like doing global mutable state, you know, sending an email, that is obviously an effect, right? But um, 
mutable state, like let's say reading from a global mutable variable, that is also an, an action that depends on when it is run. And so you're going to have to set up that mutable state uh, in whatever situation, whatever configurations, whatever state it needs to be in to simulate enough of the possible states that you feel like you have a good test. And so that's hard too. You, you know, you have to look at all the code and say what states could this be in. And um, so, so if you're not thinking about it that way, you're probably going to miss states. You're probably going to only test the easy cases and not consider that if other things are writing to this um, at different times, then we're going to have a problem. Now, you're also probably not going to test. If you're not, if you're not doing this right, a thing that you could easily mess up on is the multi-threaded case where the thing is being changed as you're reading it. So if you're, if you're in a multi-threaded world and you're using global mutable state, let's say you have two variables you're reading from, two global variables, and those things are being written to by other threads while you're running, that could be a problem. And in your test, you would have to test for that you would have to run enough tests to be sure, meaning enough iterations of your test, to be sure that you're sussing out all of the race conditions so that you can test it in, in, in your build server instead of in production. All right, so that's time. And that, that's just, you know, from the definition. Like, I'm literally trying to go for what, what the definition is telling us. Now, the other thing is an action could depend on how many times it is run. And when I say that, you should be thinking, wait a second. Like, I need to run my, my stuff a lot to be able to test it, right? I need to be able to run this in, you know, for different test cases. And I need to be able to run it on my development machine as many times as I want. Like every time I make a change in the code, I want to rerun my tests. And every time I deploy something, I need to rerun the tests. So if it depends on how many times you run it, that's a big conflict there. Now, you know, there are some functions that depend more on the number of times than others. Right, so some of them, um, that, and that's one of the things that we talk about when we're talking about like, well, what does a functional programmer do with all these actions that depend on how many times? Well, th there's an analysis you can do to figure out, hey, does this thing really depend on every single time is different, is a different effect, or is it maybe idempotent? So the first time you call this has an effect but the second time doesn't um, so there's there's a bunch of stuff we can do but still the, the, the that argument remains that one of the reasons why uh, non-functional code is hard to test is because it's full of actions basically and 
Those actions depend on when and how many times they're run. And how many times they're run, if, if something really depends on that, it's really hard to test. Because in your, your tests, you want to have multiple test cases. You want to have multiple, like if you're doing example-based testing, you want at least a few for each thing, for each unit. Uh, if you're doing, um, if you're doing like property-based testing, then of course you're going to want to generate hundreds, if not thousands, of example cases. Um, and so you're you're really constrained here, and it's gonna it's gonna make it a lot harder to test. And what a lot of people do is they'll set up like a little mock environment or something, but all of that is a lot of work compared to if you had to test calculations, which remember don't depend on when and they don't depend on how many times they are run. So you can run them as many times as you want in different with different arguments. And these are pure functions basically. So you run them as many times as you want with different arguments and nothing's gonna no one's gonna care, right? You can test the return value, that's all there is to test. That's nice. So you don't have to like have it send an email and then check if if you received the email, but then how long do you wait? Because maybe email is slow and sometimes it doesn't get delivered right away. So anyway, um, the other thing is uh, when it is run. It doesn't matter when they're run. So that means they could be run on a different machine, they could be run during development, they, could, they, they should always give the same answer. Alright, so that was just me uh, riffing on this idea that by definition actions are hard to test uh, and maybe later we're going to talk about what we can do about that. Um, I've probably already talked about it in, the, in other episodes but not is explicitly in that context of testing. So um, I'm Eric Normand on Twitter and you can also email me at eric at lispcast.com. Thanks so much for watching, and I'll see you later.